This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. I'm Heather Branch here with John to talk about ways you can work now to better prepare for your financial future. RetirementSolutionRadio.com is where you can begin your own conversation with John and his team at J. Hagen Capital. We also have links posted in the show notes. You can just click there or again, find us anytime at RetirementSolutionRadio.com. All right. So firsthand experience, you yourself Mm. are a small business owner. Yes, I am. So you understand the perspective, the many different perspectives that a small business owner faces throughout their career. And then also a a shift in mindset that small business owners have to deal with when they decide that maybe they want to take a break. Like they're sick of working seven days a week. Yeah, no They're ready to retire. They're 62 years old. They've had enough. Absolutely. Uh, but also it, it's their baby, right? It's a it's sure. a very mixed emotion situation for a small business owner. It, it's tough, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of the times, I, I think if anyone that has started their own business or find themselves, they've acquired a small business, or whatever. If someone told you that you would essentially work 24 hours a day, seven days a week for less than a half of the marketable rate of your skill set, yeah. I don't think anyone would have taken that on, right? Right, right. So, so you have to be a little understanding when someone says, you know, uh, well, John, you know, I want you to sell your business. You just kind of look at them a little bit in the face like they've got a, a fifth head. It's like, you know, like telling you, why don't you just get rid of your problem child? It's like, that's, right, not, right, that's, not, what I, right. that's not what I'm saying. It's like, oh, you, 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 your kid's misbehaving? Well, just right. get rid of them. Just get rid of them. You know, there's like, an orphanage right down the road. Right. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa Bubba like, Jack? Right. Hey, me venting for seven seconds does not constitute me getting read one of the a, a great thing that I you know essentially I you know created I, and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it is what it is no but it's, it's it's one of those things so small business owners it really is one of those it's a passion yeah, project often mm-hmm. um, and the question is and, and, and you mentioned a second ago you know what does an exit strategy look like how can you do some things well the biggest question is do you have something sellable right right, right. unfortunately there's a lot of us and we, we we work it every day we're in that business we're getting our, our blood sweat tears everything and sometimes what we have is we we have a, a we call it a business, mm-hmm. but it's really a, a sales slash operational service job. Sure. You know, unfortunately, and some people don't want to buy that. So what I would say is if you're a small business owner, if it will not survive yeah. for a month, if you're gone for three days, you probably need to talk to a business coach, right? You can yeah. call our team. Yeah. Our team is more than happy to, because this is not something we do, but this is something that I have gone through mm-hmm. about nine different times over the past 22 years about just making sure that we're building a company that will thrive even if I'm not there every second of every day because right. who wants a 24 hour and seven day a week job, right? right? And so many of us, we want, we we long for more family time yeah. or more or personal interaction or we think, man, I, I built this company so that I could do some of the things I want to do. When's the last time I played golf on a Wednesday? Right. You know, when, when's the last time I went and, and had the had the family over on a, on a, on a Sunday for whatever because I got I to gotta always work or I yep. always do this thing. Yep. So what I would say is there are so many things that small business owners need to consider, not only from a tax angle, but from a, okay, how can you create an exit strategy? Because that will dictate one of the biggest taxes, guys, we may ever potentially pay the tax on selling an asset. Right. And the other thing that comes to my mind, if you're thinking about it, is let's say that you have kids or grandkids or or family members that you want to potentially leave that to. Mm -hmm. The question is, is it worth more? Is it more valuable for you to sell it now? and give them the money and they can do their own passion project, right? Or you sometimes you just gotta swallow your pride and have a real life conversation with your kids and grandkids. I mean, do they really 
want to take over that business because if they don't and they get forced into it, it could be disastrous. And, and I, I actually, I had a conversation with one of my good friends in my industry a couple weeks ago, and he's got two kids mm-hmm. and they both work in his financial practice with him in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and he loves them. And, and they love him mm-hmm. and they love what their father has built. Mm-hmm. But as we've talked about it and I've talked to his kids, they're not that passionate about it. They Got do it. it because they love their dad. They want yeah. to do anything possible for him. They know that without him, they wouldn't have anything. And they love and respect the opportunities he's given them. But they don't want to do this. <laughs> this isn't their lifetime mission, right? Yeah. This yeah. isn't what they want to do. And the problem is, is that they don't want to tell him that. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, he doesn't really want to hear that. But mm-hmm. how many dollars will be eroded when you dilute the passion of a company. We see it all the time, right? Right. Right. It's like how many times, and I can think about it, I can think about it specifically and more probably with anything else with restaurants, right? Yeah. So there's a couple places I used to grow up and we would go and we would eat on the weekends or, you know, certain evening nights. And typically there was a patriarch or a matriarch that kind of ran the show. Mm -hmm. And they knew everything they were doing. They knew everyone. They would look in the, you know, uh, they would snap their finger and they get people moving and mm-hmm. everything was awesome. Food was always great. Service was always wonderful. Yeah. The pricing was always lower than you thought it should be. You felt like you almost felt bad because you're like, my gosh, how can they give you a, an open face roast beef sandwich with gravy all over it for $4 mm-hmm. and 72 cents? That's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But the amazing thing is it was always awesome. And you see when the kids come in and you acknowledge it and they do everything right. And then at a certain point in time, once that matriarch or patriarch, they, they, go do something else for a few days a week or whatever, all of a sudden you see quality change a little bit. Yep. And then of course, over time, if it goes down another generation, it can erode again. And that's not a bad thing. It's not anything that anyone should be upset about or sad about or anything like that. It's just, it's just what I've typically said. Yeah. And you get to the point to where it's hard to make the ends meet. It's hard to be profitable in a business that you are not gung ho all in ready every day to take that ship out to an island, set it on fire and say, I am going to make it happen on this island. Mm -hmm. And that's what most small business owners, that's what we all had to do. Mm -hmm. We had to go out there and say, there's not a safety net. I'm jumping out of this plane without a parachute. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find a way to make it work. And sometimes that's just, it's not necessarily lost in translation. Maybe it's lost in the generation, right? Yeah. And and it's something that I've seen uh, over years. And it's one of those things where, again, one of the biggest things that I feel like I can provide to anyone is that this is not my first radio. Yeah. I have dealt with dozens, actually at this point, probably hundreds of small business owners about the actual valuation and sales aspect of their business. Is it sellable? Do they have a systemized management system? Should they franchise it? Should they leave it to a next generation? Should they put it in trust? What are the assets of the, all of these things are things that a lot of small business owners, you may be aware of the day to day. Those are bigger ticket items that make the biggest difference on, do you have something that has a value? Mm-hmm. Or I know a lot of us, we don't want to hear it, but you may not be giving your kids such a great asset. You may be giving them a lot of liability yep. <laughs> and a lot of problems. And so we do these analysis just so that we can know, Hey, do we have something we could sell? What is the going price now? What would it be if you wanted to just take a, a sabbatical or a step aside and maybe have someone else run it more uh, on the day to day, all these types of things it makes a huge difference. What's interesting, all of this considered with our current economic climate, because what we're running into right now in particular is because of the boomers hitting retirement age. So right now, I think the numbers, latest numbers are saying almost 11,000 baby boomers retire and leave the workforce. That's every single day. And it's not just impacting the overall economy. What's happening is 
all of the small business owners that are in this generation because there's so many boomers that were small business owners that are small business owners. And so they're running up against all of these things that you're talking about, John. They are struggling to decide what to do with their companies. They are coming across situations where they thought they could leave it to their kids, but the kids have no interest in running these companies. So again, we were talking about how to create an exit strategy. Somebody who's listening to you right now on the radio that's a small business owner that is in this position, they want to retire, but they are stuck in the middle of this, I mean, this beautiful, this beautiful chaos they've built around themselves. What are the options? Yeah. So, so the biggest thing as a small business owner, we need to know is do you actually have a sellable business? Mm -hmm. Is someone actually going to take their hard earned assets or get a bank loan to purchase their business? Unfortunately, and more often than we would think, Uh, A lot of people just don't have a sellable business. And this is very important because if you can't rely on maybe getting an exit strategy to get 400,000, 800,000, $2.5 million out of that business, it's that much more important that you have the assets in place to produce the income you're going to need if you can't keep working, right? Mm -hmm. So there is more more importance on understanding where is the income going to come from if you're no longer doing that job every day. And listen, I know my dad was a small town uh, lawyer, ended up sitting on the bench for a while, but he ran a few law practices. And when he had a stroke, it all changed. He could no longer function in his capacity, but he felt bad. And, you know, I get it. He had five or six staff people that he couldn't pay anymore. But guys, he was the guy. He didn't have any junior associates. He didn't have any other attorneys that worked for him. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, because they let it go on too long, it cost both of my parents hundreds of thousands of dollars in extra expenses they had to pay so they would feel better about themselves about having to let these people go. Wouldn't it have been nicer before he'd had the stroke for him to talk to someone to find out really what his opportunities were. Doesn't matter that you don't make a decision on that day. It's just understanding what your options are. So some of us are going to be in that situation and we need to be prepared because when the paycheck doesn't come in anymore, or for some of us, we have to actually pay those liabilities due because we have a business loan, right? Mm -hmm. We need to be aware of where you're going to get your income because a lot of small business owners, you didn't pay as much into social security because we were always playing cat and mouse with the IRS to try to keep our income lower so we didn't give more of it up, right? So one of the things that I think all of us can do, if you're a small business owner and you have at least a six-figure income, you need to call my team and get a tax analysis done. And here's the reason why. One of the things that we do is we really want to look at a business valuation opportunity, and we're going to be very straightforward. Don't think this is being mean. Don't think of this being disrespectful, but we are going to be very honest about the fact that do you have a sellable business? Would someone likely come and pay you for that? Because if you don't, you have a little bit more work to do. Now, those of us that are very fortunate, we've established a company or a brand or an image or a likeness or a something that someone else would maybe want to acquire, we want to find out what that really may be worth. What about the real estate that we own? What about the other things that we have? What about any kind of royalties that we get from other things or other income sources? Those are of primary importance because guys, we have not yet had that recession that everyone's talking about. Still, at this moment in time, the economy is nearly as good as it's been in a while at the moment. It's very fragile, but it's there. Mm -hmm. If you can strike a deal and or start negotiating, if you were thinking about exiting that business in the next two to three years anyway, the getting may be as good as it's going to get, maybe about now. But the best way to understand that is by doing a tax analysis. Because when we're going through this, not only can look at evaluation, what an exit strategy may look like, we're still trying to find and plan how can you save money every year so that you can put that money in your own pocket, right? Because if you can save that on your own, you won't 
have to rely so much on the exit. But if we also know that you could have tens of millions of dollars coming to you at an exit, we don't have to freak out so much about what year you sell it, right? And of course, then there's that whole concept of maybe giving it to the kids. Well, are they going to pay into this? Are they not going to pay into this? What if mom and dad still need some income coming in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How are we going to do that? Because if you don't structure it correctly, it could be a tax nightmare all the way around. Small business owners have more responsibilities, more issues, more hassles, more heartache, more headaches than nearly any other class of people in the United States. And I don't know that we always get the fair shake. I am a small business owner and I go through this every single day myself. So in the words of a former president, I feel your pain. So rather than just talk about the pain, let my team analyze it so we can fix that long-term pain. The tax angle, the exit strategy are so important on making certain that that legacy that we established can flourish even without us. And if you are wanting to learn more about how these ideas can apply to your retirement savings plan, we've got links posted in the show notes. So you can just click there, head to our website and begin the conversation that way or find us anytime, retirementsolutionradio.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagen Capital by visiting retirementsolutionradio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840 WHAS. J. Hagen Capital Link is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Hagen Capital Link is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Link is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.